and welcome to Breaking the Curtain with me, Chrissy, and me, Joss. Don't forget to silence all phones. Or don't, it's a podcast. And most importantly, enjoy the show. Hello. Welcome to our season three listener episode where we read your theater stories back to you. Thank you so much to everyone who submitted. We've enjoyed reading all of your hilarious and really sweet stories. So let's dive right in. The first story is from Katie with a story about the time they saw Heathers. This was when I saw Heathers on tour in Belfast way back in October. I went the same night Christina Bennington went, and it was definitely nerve-wracking to say the least. I spoke to her like three times throughout the night. That same night, I staged Jordan. When Simon Gordon came out, I full-on screamed, OMG, it's Simon Gordon! Safe to say, he probably won't forget me. (laughs) That story literally combines two of my favorite things, Heathers and Simon Gordon. <laughs> um, as you know, we are huge Simon Gordon fans here on yes. Breaking the Curtain. We are mm-hmm. uh, co-presidents of the Simon Gordon fan club. Oh, yeah. 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 Katie, <laughs> I am so sure he remembers you. He is the loveliest. <laughs> yeah. He like he remembers everybody. He's really yeah. good at that. But also, not to worry nothing to be embarrassed about there he probably loved it (laughs) absolutely yeah that was a really great story thank you for submitting it joss do you have any funny stage door stories yeah actually i'm gonna share a kind of embarrassing one okay because uh i expose myself on this podcast a lot um but it has to do with bad out of hell which is what made me think of it um so we were at stage door for the tour um, the second show of the tour? Yes, because I came the second day for the first matinee. And we were at Stage Door um, after the show. And I think, yeah, I was actually, I was talking to Christina Bennington. And Sam Pauly came out and she played Valkyrie um, in the tour that never was. <laughs> um, and anyway, she came out and Valkyrie had become my favorite character like overnight with those changes so I was like I gotta meet her so I literally excused myself from the conversation I was having and she looked like she was gonna leave because Toronto stage door like you really need to be active and say hello to people because otherwise they don't think you want to talk to them um so I was like oh my gosh Sam and she turned around and so as I'm going over to see her and I'm, I'm walking fast because I don't want to waste her time um I tripped and fell directly into her and she caught me so needless to say I'm sure she won't forget me as the girl who literally tripped and fell into her and she caught me and just put me back on my feet and I was like wow I was like you're so she's so strong (laughs) she caught all of my entire body weight Otherwise, I would have face planted in the dirt, maybe taken her down with me. But she just caught me, put me back on my feet. And so we love Samantha Polly so much. (laughs) What about you, Chris? You got a funny one? I have a few, but one probably similar to Katie screaming, oh, my God, it's Simon Gordon, is when we were at the stage door together and met Will Branner for the first time. He had a line in Bat Out of Hell, and it has since become my favorite line in the show. <laughs> Anyways, I was so excited about the line that I totally, I blanked when I walked up to him and just blurted out, is she going to be our mom? <laughs> in his face. Oh, my God. Bless his heart. He 
he ha- he he laughed though. So like, he did. He didn't look at her like she was absolutely insane. He laughed. He he got he's it a, right away. He's, he's he's a darling. He's a darling. That group of people from like the tour in the New York City Center, they were just, they were really really great. Especially like at the stage door, because I don't know about y'all, but I like try to plan up in my head what I'm gonna say so I don't embarrass myself. Totally. And, uh, yeah. They were just really really nice. All right. Anyway, moving along. Next, we have a story from Mac about an onstage mishap. We love onstage story mishaps. Story of my life. <laughs> All right. I was Buddy the Elf and Elf, and a really important prop is the snow globe that Santa gives Buddy. We had a beautiful snow globe, and it was in a backpack I carried around for the majority of the show. One day during dress rehearsal, I had a quick change during Never Fall in Love with an Elf, and I had to give the snow globe to Jovi. I went backstage to change and sat the backpack with the snow globe in it on a chair, and it fell off the chair, and we, me and my friend who was Santa, heard glass break. The snow globe had shattered everywhere, and snow globe liquid was everywhere. Ah. I had to go on stage with no snow globe. She revived air, not a snow globe. And later, I think right before I went on for the finale, my director was backstage being stage manager, and she didn't know the snow globe had broken, and she was like, you are doing so good, I'm so proud. And I was like, well, the snow globe broke, but we did get one before opening. (laughs) Well, you know what, Mac? It sounds like you handled it like a pro. Yes. And... I'm going to let you all in on a little secret. As long as your clothes are still on after an onstage mishap, it's not that bad. <laughs> that poor That's my motto. globe, though. But I love that you were both able to save the show on a whim. That shows big professionalism. So good on you both. <laughs> this next one is from Magnolia, and it's an Olaf and Frozen story. You want to know what's so funny is that Magnolia has a twin named Haley. And they both sent in the same story. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) So we're reading it once, but technically this is from Magnolia and Haley. Also, Magnolia. We love Olaf. (laughs) We love Olaf and I like warm hugs. I like warm hugs. When I was in Frozen, Olaf was a puppet that had three spheres, the head, body, and butt. During one of the shows, Olaf was doing a scene and his butt fell off. It rolled around on the stage and during the scene change for the next scene, the stage crew took it off and then rushed to put it back onto the costume. They didn't have enough time though, so Olaf had to go back on stage with no butt. To make up for the mishap, because it was very clear to the audience, he improv a line and said, I feel so much lighter. <laughs> Which, you know what? It works. There's a, there is a part in the movie where Olaf loses parts of his body. That's so you know so what? Funny. It's canon. It works. <laughs> and again, covered like a pro. I... <laughs> Can you imagine being in that audience that day and you just see Olaf with no butt? No, what's he doing? Oh, yeah, in the movie, he's like, hey, do me a favor. Grab my butt because his butt is rolling away. 
<laughs> That's a joke for the grown-ups oh, watching God. Frozen. <laughs> okay, so this next one is from Liliana. Basically, this one time during a rehearsal of the play, 67 Cinderella's, my friend and I were playing the stepsisters, Vilda and Wilhelmini. We, I hope I said that correctly. If not, please do yell at me. <laughs> we were waiting to get started on act two, and we were practicing our stage fighting. And that ended up turning us, turning into us messing around and doing a mixture of kangaroo kickboxing and Irish dancing. We heard the <laughs> assistant director ask if everyone is ready to go. And as we are finishing up our goofing off, we look over and everyone in the stage left wing is just staring at us. I couldn't <laughs> stop laughing and it took everything in me to keep it together the rest of rehearsal because I was constantly thinking about it. The same day, my mom came to pick me up and she backed into the school and dented her car really bad. And everyone that was waiting on the ride ran to the back of the car and helped pick everything up. We made it about five minutes away from the school when we saw a friend of mine wreck his car. Ironic. Oh, no. Oh, no. That sounds really bad. I hope everyone was okay. That was just a wild story from start to finish. Yeah, that was wild. Let us know if everyone's all right, please. But thank you for submitting. All right. Next we, next we have a story from Lauren. Um, and Chrissy, I need to know if this has ever happened to you. Oh, no. Um, after I read the story. Okay. Hmm. When I was 15 years old, I got to be part of a pilot production of a school version of a play that was being performed in a local regional theater near me. We got the most gorgeous production shots taken, so the week after the show, I was scrolling through them on my computer. I realize now that sometime between my last scene and the boss, I must have gone to the bathroom because I have a giant piece of toilet paper on my navy blue dress. It is glaringly obvious, but because I didn't realize it was there at the time, it was more funny than embarrassing. Oh my god. (laughs) Um, Lauren... I'm so sorry that happened to you, but it's a very good story. So thank you for sharing it with us. <laughs> I actually don't think I've ever had a piece of toilet paper stick to my shoe, but I've totally done the thing where your dress gets like stuck inside your nylon. So there's just like a section flashing everyone. I've done that. Yeah. I walked down Queen Street West in Toronto <laughs> for about 15 minutes with my ass hanging out after an, an audition no. because that happened to me. Um yeah, and somehow I'm still alive. God. <laughs> Don't know how. But yeah, coming back to my rule number one, onstage mishaps are okay as long as your <laughs> clothes are still on your body. Yes. So that's, that's a win. That's a win. <laughs> I say right. this as someone who literally ripped their dress this weekend on stage. So <laughs> keep your clothes on, people. Here's one from Caitlin about seeing Wicket for the first time. My theater memory would have to be the first time I saw Wicket because it was my first West End show for my 18th birthday. I had been waiting to see it for a long time, and when I saw Defying Gravity, I was speechless. It was truly amazing. There is really nothing better than seeing Defying Gravity for the very first time. Mm. And what a fabulous way to spend your 18th birthday. You know, Wicked is a show I will see over and over mm-hmm. again, but 
to I would give anything to go back and see that moment for the first time. Yes. There's truly nothing like it. It's so magical. <laughs> All right. So this next one is from Ollie. I was supposed to audition for Annie. I had been begging to do the show and the directors wanted me as Annie. I wasn't able to do it because I was also young Elsa and Frozen and the rehearsals conflicted. So I had no choice but to audition for Newsies instead. I was in the hospital and unable to learn the music before the auditions. And then come audition day, I walked into the room, looked my directors in the eye and sang Let It Go to audition for Jack Kelly. <laughs> Ollie, did you book Jack Kelly? Did you book? I want to I want to know more to this. You you're leaving us on a cliffhanger here. What did you book? What happened? Tell us more. Give also, us the imagine two. being part of like a theater community that has both Newsies and Frozen uh, right? and Annie and right? it's running. Like I'm jealous here, Ollie. Like that's a good that's a good season. It's a good season. Yeah. All right. Okay, here's our last story from Sam and it's another first time theater experience. I remember my first ever theater experience. I only remember parts. I was four years old. My first musical was Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, and I sat silently throughout the whole thing and loved every second of it. Sitting with amazed eyes as the car flew out into the audience at the end. Since then, I've seen countless musicals and have been basically raised on them but I'll never forget that car flying over my head and feeling so in love of all of it. Oh, I love stories like that. It gets me all gooey inside. <laughs> me too. Oh. But of course, I'm going to ruin it with a bad joke like I always do. But thank God it wasn't a Spider-Man turn off the dark <laughs> situation. I think that would have um, manifested a lifelong hate for musical theater. So I'm really yes. glad. Yes. Ah! I'm really glad that that was a beautiful moment for you. I've never seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I I think I watched the movie. Yeah, but once, like to see like the when car in the audience, I'd like to hear more about that. Does it go directly over your head in the audience? Is it just know. over I'm the first fan. two rows? I am a fan of things coming into the audience. I am not. Or the or the orchestra pit. <laughs> no. Um listen. I'm a fan. Give it to me. When those flying monkeys on in Wicked on Broadway fly into the audience, I honestly felt my heart just drop to my stomach. I was so scared. No, I don't like that stuff. <laughs> Listen, what's really funny is so when we booked to see Beetlejuice, we had oh tickets towards the back of their of the house, and Chrissy was like, "Oh no, like I don't think we'll be able like." Chrissy likes to sit close because she can't see very well. So she was like, oh, we should have sat closer. And I was like, no, we wouldn't have been able to see as well up close because it was like far side. I was like, at least here we're like center. Anyway. Wait, but she was so grateful. The best part is that I couldn't understand because the seats were the same price. So I was like, well, why would we sit in the back if we could sit in row G instead of X? I think it's because... It was restricted view up close because it was so far to the side. Probably. I don't know. I like to be center. I don't care how far back I am as long as I'm center. That's but fair. anyway, That's better, we book theater yeah. tickets very differently. Mm -hmm. But anyway, <laughs> Chrissy was so grateful I made the choice because if you've seen Beetlejuice, this big puppet comes flying out at mm -hmm. the front of the stage. The audience, people come running through the audience, all this sort of crazy shit. And she was like, thank God we're sitting at the back. <laughs> 
after act one, she was like, no, this was the right choice. And then she had the audacity to be like, do you want to book tickets to see Beetlejuice in the front row? And I was like, are you crazy? I want to see Beetlejuice from the front row. No, like I would How never. How else am I going to throw my underwear at Alex Brightman? I wouldn't survive it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I would never throw that. I would never oh, throw anything God. at Alex Brightman. No, we but, love Alex. But I love how he interacts with the audience. So I'm like, let me Yeah, no, see, that terrifies me. Call so. me out. No, thank Call you. Call me out. <laughs> Call me out. If Do it. Make fun of me. If you have a story you'd like to submit, we have the link in our link tree, which can be found on our on our Instagram page at Breaking the Curtain. You can simply fill out the form and we'll receive your story and read it in our next batch of theater listener stories. We're very excited. Uh, We love hearing about your theater stories. And I'm pretty sure everybody listening also likes hearing your theater stories because it means they don't have to listen to us (laughs) for an hour. (laughs) As always, I'm Chris. I'm Jocelyn. Uh, Together we are Breaking the Curtain, and you can find us wherever you like to listen to podcasts. And uh, like we were saying earlier, there's a lot of fun stuff coming up for the summer. Mm -hmm. So stick around. We will help you beat the summer heat by staying cool and stagey and sweet. Yes. I just made that up. (laughs) I just pulled that out of my ass, and that was so great. Okay. Thank you all so next much time. for joining us on this episode. And thank you to everyone who submitted. We had a blast sorting through your stories and reading them. <laughs> Bye. Bye.